Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pa pa pa. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, Monday morning episode. Um, you were just enjoying a, a bit of cheese on a cracker there, Sam, before we began. Yeah, a bit of mid-morning is that, is, cheese. Is that um, something which, you need uh, to give you the sort of energy boost that you need hmm. to do yeah. this? Is that a new... You need that. I mean, you can't pod on an empty stomach, mate. Well, I might it's, have just had a couple of celebrations at the celebration yeah, well, that's, tub. Yeah, that's fine too. As I, you know, that's rush. got protein in it. Cheese has mm-hmm. protein in it. It's good to have a lot of pro- like a snack that is mainly protein, right. a little bit of carb in there yeah. too. And, and whether that's a celebration or some taste of difference cheese on a rivita like mm-hmm. I had. But my chi- my mid morning cheese ritual. Is Uh-oh. it's it's become just that it's turned into a habit. I mean, I right. think rituals a nicer word for for basically the same yeah. thing because it in makes addiction. it sound like something that d- Japanese women would have done in the ancient yeah. times, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the ancient cheddar ritual. Whereas and, it's just something you've chosen to do to give yourself a, a cheesy boost. Well, I'm having one of my periods of no sugar, right? Right. So November, I didn't have any sugar. I I have had some Lindors over the weekend, so I'm slipping mm-hmm. into Christmas mode. But during that November, no sugar, I usually find myself eating more cheese when there's no sugar because I almost like think, well, I've got to have something, haven't I? You've got to have something that gives you the same kind of thrill that you get from a sugar product. The thrill. The, uh, cheese the, has the, got to be top of the list, doesn't it? The dopamine release, mm. right? I'm thinking of all the things that I'm not allowed. Alcohol. Cocaine, <laughs> ecstasy. Um, what was the other thing? My wife tried to get me to stop drinking fizzy water because she said it was bad for my teeth or something. Is right? It? Oh, yeah. So Whatever. a lot of the pleasures in life. So she know, says. So she fucking says. Right. <laughs> All, a lot of the pleasures. In life. So in the end, I'm left with cheese. But what a cheese! Sainsbury's taste the difference. Mull of Kintyre. We talked about it before because then it got us talking about how Mull of Kintyre is actually a brilliant song. Yeah. Um, and also how I aspire... The one lifestyle... Actually, I used to say this, but I'm going to talk about someone else's lifestyle, but we all have a lifestyle we aspire to. Mm. And mine, I've always been really attracted to Paul McCartney when he fucked off to Mull of Kintyre and grew a beard and kept sheep. That, for me, that's how I I like to envisage my future. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Taking it easy. I thought you were going to move to, to... New Yorker. No, there's somewhere else you're going to move to, nearby, outskirts of London. Was it somewhere oh, yeah. like Kevin Ch- Keegan built the list? Oh, there was that as well. I'm sure there was another place. You've 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 named about five or six. Yeah, I'm always places. thinking of different places that I want to move to because it, this year in particular has made me think. You know, Fuck just get it fit. Yeah, yeah. Well. Just but you know, just realizing that the world is your lobster, right? And mm-hmm. 
it's not that I've got anything against London, although I do think London's become a much weirder place than it used to be. But, I'm, you know, I'm quite a proud Londoner in some ways, but I do just think, why be married to a place? There's a whole fucking world. Well, this I've is been it, here, yeah. I've been in London my whole fucking life, yeah. since day fucking one. Yeah. And there's a whole world out there to fucking explore. Different people, different right. styles of living. Do you know what I mean? We've got our kids to get out of the way first before we do this sort of thing, though, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, it's nine years for me. Mm, nine years until they're I mean, lovely it, and It sounds up. like we're count, counting down a prison sentence there, but that's not how it is, is it? No. Of course not. It's got its benefits in the meantime. I mean, I can't complain. I'm not living in hell. I'm living in fucking barns. It's lovely. Mm. But, you know... Um, anyway, I quite liked that, but the lifestyle that I now realise, the man with the greatest lifestyle to have ever lived yeah, is human of honour, soon future human of honour, unless he's dead, you'll know, so you'll be able to tell me, Lord Sir Terry Nutkins. <laughs> right? Let me tell you why. Last night, I watched on YouTube, but on the big screen... <laughs> With Len, an episode of Animal Magic called Animal Magic in Scotland, right, Whoa. from 1981. And I can say with quite a lot of confidence, Andy, that you will struggle to find a better TV show ever made. Really? Half an hour of all killer, no filler. What was Johnny it? What, Morris what was and Nutkins in Scotland. Well, it opens with Johnny Morris... Just fucking driving. He's up. He's up in fucking um, the Isle of Skye, right? Right. Now this is where Nutkins lives, right? And okay. he's uh, and Morris has gone up there. He's thought right, he's gone like we're on holiday. And he's with his, pa- you know, he's got that white parrot that's his mate. Yeah. Don't know if you remember that. Um, but hold on one sec. Let me just check Isle of Skye, Isle of Skye, because I've been checking out. Yeah. So. Um, so he's driving around. He's going, I'm off to see Terry because he lives up here. And then it cuts to Terry who's in his rig. Right. Guess who he's with? Gemini, his fucking sea lion. Yeah. Right. And he's like going to Gemini. Where's Where's Johnny? He's running a bit late. He said he'd be here by now. Maybe he's a bit lost. Right. Just chatting to his fucking sea lion. <laughs> and he lives in this remote house in the most incredible, breathtaking, beautiful scenery anywhere on earth. I mean, you know, Scotland could probably, if there was a fight between different scenery, Scotland yeah. would win it. And if there was any other sort of fight as well, Scotland yeah, yeah. would win it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scotland capable of winning all types of fight. Fucking hell. He's there. He's just in his gaff. He lives with Gemini. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's got a bird. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder what the nature of the relationship between him and Gemini is, but... <laughs> They're there, and then fucking Johnny turns up in this open-top Morris Minor with his parrot, right? He's a bit like, oi, oi, here he is. Sorry, mate, got a bit lost. Right? Brought the parrot, though. Yeah, don't worry, he's here. Right, and uh, do you know what they do? The first thing they do is they decide to have a fucking picnic in Terry's garden, right? But it's fucking, I'm telling you, this is not contrived for TV. They really are this fucking mad, these two, right? They're like, fuck it, let's have a picnic in the garden. <laughs> so they fucking go out and lay a blanket out. Johnny's only just got there and he's straight away, right, right let's not fuck about picnic I'm time. Starving. <laughs> so they lay out this fucking picnic and they've got biscuits, sandwiches, all that tea. And they bring the fucking Gemini, the sea lion, and the fucking parrot over to have the picnic with them. Well, of course, it's yeah. fucking mayhem. 
right? It's, it is absolute <laughs> fucking mayhem. The parrot's just going at everything, flapping about, flying, picking shit up, right? Gemini apparently isn't that keen on fish, frankly, who is, right? What? Uh, Gemini's not no keen on fish? He's not keen on fish, but he loves apples, and he picks whole apples up what? and just fucking crunches them whole, right? <laughs> fucking That's loves it. Every sea lion show I've been to around the country as a father has involved the, the reward of fish to these cunts. They force them about? because it's what the kids want to see. Wow. They're, they're bullied into it. Anyway, wow. um, so they that is... prefer cheese. Yeah, it's a fucking carnival of mayhem, right? Absolute, yeah. like, everything you would expect if you try and throw a fucking picnic with a parrot and a sea lion, right? But Terry and and Johnny are just su- such fucking legends. They just find it hilarious, obviously. Yeah. And in the end, they're just like, ah, oh, this is a right life, but fuck it, it's not working out. Let's go and do something else. <laughs> so then it's just sort of, like, beautiful. It's, it's very calming. It's just beautiful footage of them just doing what they do. Like Terry goes out on a boat and he explains that why he got the boat and what the Mm. boat's made out of and what he's decided to use it for. But it's really like, you're just like, fucking, I wish I was Terry Nutkins. He's just like, yeah, decided to get a boat because, um, I don't know, I just fancied like sailing about a bit. Just fucking why not? Exactly. Looking at the the sea life. That's what I do in the day. And you're thinking, of course you fucking do. You fucking legend. And he goes, also, I really want to get into, and this is the sort of phrase you use, I've been thinking about really getting into like um, fishing for prawns. Mm. He went, loads of people do it around there. I don't think they'll be bothered if I do it, right? This is all before you got all this like agro fisherman nonsense, right? He's just yeah. like, oh, it'll be fine. They're not bothered. Yeah. So he go, he goes on going out, going to catch a few fucking prawns. He shows you him doing that. He's got a basket that he hangs over the edge of his little boat. He's got a, a mate who drives it for him who looks like a laugh as well. That's my boat driver. That's my, that's my mate. He fuck it. Don't worry about him. He don't say much, but he's a good he's lad. A, he's one of them mutes. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we've got Works. a, a wetter system between us that he's we both understand. It works out for both of us. We're both happy it's with good, it. It's really. good, really. You know, I'm a big talker. Him, not so much. So he likes to listen. <laughs> so he, ca- he tries to catch some prawns. He, ca- he catches a few prawns, but it sort of, like, fails, which is funny. Anyway, he goes, ah, oh, I didn't get many prawns. Look at this, though. I've got a dogfish. He goes, look at this dogfish. It looks like a little shark. And he goes, still, they don't like being out of the water much, so I better lob it back in. Lob. <laughs> then he it's, gets like a, then he's caught... it's like a precursor yeah. from Mortimer and Whitehouse, isn't it? It is. It is like that. It's like, and I also think, I mean, not that I've really watched the show, but I know you're a massive fan of it. Is that, um, you know, the barge holiday thing mm. with Prunella Scales that you love, yeah. right? And you've yeah. always said it's because it's very calming yeah. as well. Yeah. And you just get like, there's long silences in this show, which is the thing that television shows. In the modern era of like what Don't they call factual entertainment. Two, two things that where it never happens anymore it used to is shows like that and football commentary. Yes. Just let the silence speak. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? When I, I used to be a television news reporter briefly and when I was doing it, I got I learned quite a lot about storytelling, as they call it now, <laughs> right? Because I was from print background. Ah, right, really love scripts. I'm from print. <laughs> So I write a really long script. Here it is. 
Well, Sam, this is 2,000 words long and your, blah, 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 your, blah, blah, blah. your report's supposed to be a minute and a half. Yeah, I'll just say it quick, weather. That's what people are tuning in for. They want to hear me talking. Right? And they're like, no, no, it's a visual medium. You've got to let the pictures talk, right? So I was like, I don't know what the fuck you mean. A picture can't talk, can it? I can talk. Right? And so one day, one day they had, it was on Five News, which was made by ITN, you know, Kirsty Young when she was yeah. on it. And they go, right, we've got a special reporter in. Um, we paid him to do, like, two weeks, a special series of reports on the build-up to the Gulf War, the second Gulf War, right? Mm. It's fucking Martin Bell. Oh. And the and the editor goes to me. Big dog. Like the, bo- the boss. <laughs> he goes, hey, the big dog. We've signed up the big dog for a couple of weeks. But he said to me, because I was, like, the youngest one, he goes, uh, <laughs> so you want to do yourself. two weeks. He goes, you want to do yourself a favour, get in there and have a look at how the big dog fucking does it, right? So yeah. I said, I fucking will. Let's see what all the fuss is about, right? I might teach so him I, a thing or two. Yeah, exactly. Things have changed, Grandad. The past was yours, but the future's mine. And i tell you what the future's about. Talking, 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 right? Um... But I was amazed by what he did was because I used to run around frantic. You're like gathering up the different bits of video. You're going out filming bits, interviewing people, mm. getting on the microphone, doing your little bits of voiceover. Yeah, and you've got to do it all yeah. at quite short notice. Because you can imagine, ah, oh, I'm going to be late again. I ain't got the bits with me. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and then fucking Bell walks in, right? He's in the yeah. sort of edit suite next to me. Was fucking he in the white bro- suit? I, th- I think he was in my mu- in my memory. He was right. Yeah, I don't know whether he actually was, but that's, that's how I picture me. it. He fucking glides in quite short notice. So like the bulletins, get, the show's going out at five thirty, and I would often still be finishing my edit when the show was already on air. Fucking hell! Right, that's how yeah. frantic it got. And um, he breezed in not long, and he goes, "Have you got the video I asked for?" And he just called ahead to his editor and just sort of said. Just find in like the archive, mm. just find footage of this, this, and this, like a general brief. Some yeah. planes taking off, yeah, and get some more <clears> of them <throat> landing, and then just get like an aerial shot of the desert or whatever. And one of those satellite images of explosions going off or whatever, right? So you go, and he <laughs> yeah. goes, and just stick them together in that order. And then he breezed in late, right? And I fucking stuck my head around. I thought, and he's like, looked at me, who's this cunt? And I've given it the old, as you were. <laughs> Like As you were, son. Crack on. Print. <laughs> Crack on, mate. I'm just having a little pipe at what you do, right? And he goes, <laughs> so he, he picks up the microphone. He just looks at these images. He'd never seen them before. And he just, I can't remember the exact words, but it was the way he did it. He just sort of went, dawn today, 18, you know, Harriers, blah, 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 take off from Dada. And then he just shut up. And they went across this sky, right, mm. with the sun setting. And he goes, in Baghdad, they wait. For what? They don't yet know. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the planes, right? And then, like, you have one <laughs> little thing of someone talking, and then it goes, and then it, and then you see the planes coming back again, goes, by midday, four had returned. The mission for them has only just begun. Martin Bell, Martin Bell, Five News, right? It was a, uh, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm on, paraphrasing. On the ground, everyone is dead. <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah, if we put aside the um, 
terrible wrongs of the Gulf War. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it was, and I'm and I'm obviously doing no justice to his script, which was fucking brilliant. But the point was, I was aghast by the smooth cunt had walked in, and imagine he was he would have been being paid like ten times what I was being paid as well, yeah. and he's fucking rocked up five minutes before the show, <laughs> laid down a bit of fucking script. But the whole majority of the thing was the pictures, which were very compelling. Mm-hmm. And then he's just sort of literally put the mic down and like, there you go, TTFN dickheads, check there you go. fucking invoices in the post. Once again, the pictures have told the fucking story. So, told yeah. you. <laughs> hey, he's looked at me and went, hey, Sunshine, just remember, in this game, you don't get paid by the word. Think on. <laughs> <laughs> Not like fucking print. I'm off mm-hmm. down the feathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, but but Johnny Morrison and Terry Nutkins had that down. So mm. I've talked about how beautiful and contemplative it is and how Terry Nutkins' lifestyle, living up there in a fucking lovely cottage with his sea lion on the Isle of Skye, is yeah. the lifestyle. Ter- no one's lived a better life than Terry Nutkins. He looks yeah. so happy and relaxed, right? And And also, he's taken a look at life and he's thought, I don't know where he's from. He's certainly not Scottish. He's got a sort of quite a southern accent, really. But he sort of thought... Why the fuck would I not just be living in the Isle of Skye? What yeah, am exactly. I into? Sea life. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go out there and buy a cheap house. It'll be fucking brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I, I mean, won't want for company because I'll get myself a pet sea lion I'll get a sea to live with me. A Gemini. Yeah. I mean, Feed the well, cunt apples. When I was a kid, we used to go for holidays in, in up in the Scottish Highlands, mm. about three or four years in a row. And sometimes I'd go on Google Street View, Sam, because you're talking about the scenery up there being incredible. Yeah. I'll go on Google Street View and I'll just pick a road in the Highlands and have wow. a Google Street View drive around. Ah, oh, that's a great idea. I thoroughly recommend it. It's brilliant because the, really, the scenery is fucking incredible. I was watching it with Len and even he said, and kids don't usually comment on nature, he went, that is really beautiful. And I oh, went, yes, mate. because kids don't, do they? Yeah, I yeah. I did but- when I was a kid. We used to go to whiskey distilleries and do distillery oh, yeah. tours because my dad yeah, let yeah. me do that. And yeah. it was the most boring, fucking stinky oh, thing I'd ever yeah. encountered. But now, if someone said to me, hey, there's a whiskey distil- distillery tour. tour outside, starts in half an hour, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, yeah. Yes, mate. I'd get me caught. Um, I really want to go there. In fact, I got so into it afterwards that I actually was on um, a website looking for places like that I could rent for yeah. New Year in Isle of Skye. But yeah, I, can't, I, I haven't been able to find it. Well, fuck it, I'll fly up there. You can fly to Scotland. Are we allowed to do that? I think so. My, well, my, uh, my I niece... I small print there. I'm not my sure My niece is, is flying from Bristol to... Because her, her um, fella is a Geordie. Right. And she's she's flying to Newcastle from Bristol on yeah, Christmas not Scotland, Eve. Though. I think Scotland's got different laws now. Oh, I'm really? Not sure. Yeah. All right. Well, so. anyway, I probably won't get round to it. But I've talked all about how beautiful this show was and how amazing and life firm it was. I haven't even fucking mentioned the funny voices yet, right? <laughs> and obviously, that's the main reason I was tuning in. I wanted to show. Them. I said, right, what you're about course, to see is probably yeah. the funniest television program ever, right? Wait till you fucking see it. He'd already seen one clip, which I posted last night, which was of Johnny Morris trying to build a wall with a lazy chimpanzee, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious. That in itself. Yeah. 
you know, I've sh- that just sells I've it. Sh- I've shared that on Twitter, and it is so fucking funny. And like, Lem's pissing himself. I said, right, we'll watch our whole episode. It's the best program ever. So then I thought, fucking hell, Animal Magic in Scotland, this is going to be good. And of course, Johnny Morris is just doing his fucking an array of amazing Scottish accents for all these animals. He goes to the Isle of Sky Nature Reserve, and they've got bears, reindeer, red squirrels. The funniest is the red squirrels. He goes to them. So it's said that uh, red squirrels were run out of this country by grey squirrels. Mm-hmm. And the red, he suddenly got the red squirrel going, I'd thank you not to discuss or mention grey squirrels in our company. <laughs> and he went, OK, well, I, I apologise. I know you've not had the best dealings with them. All I'm saying is, is that grey squirrels are bullies. And he went, I would rather you kept your nose out of our affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, out of our affairs <laughs> it's so fucking mad Johnny Morris because he makes himself he makes the animals turn on him yeah. all yeah. the time it makes him into, turns him into the cunt yeah 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 uh, anyway it's such a great show so that was the highlight of my weekend it sounds it sounds I think I saw what is the polar opposite of this over the weekend well I saw a review of it anyway and it is the new film all about Shane McGowan Oh, yeah. I didn't know about this. Which in itself sounds interesting. Mm. Um, But there's bits of Shane McGowan being interviewed and Shane McGowan, you know, he's lived a life and Mm. you can tell he's lived a life. It's stunning that he's still alive, to be quite honest. And it's hard to determine whether he's genuinely still alive from this footage. But uh, Shane McGowan's interviewed at length in this this documentary. And it says... um, This was BBC's film review thing on BBC News. And it said... Mm. um, uh, Shane is also joined by some of his close friends, uh, including Hollywood legend Johnny Depp. And I'm like, oh, fucking fuck, you know, hell. here we go. Puts and it right showed off. you a little bit of Shane McGowan and Johnny Depp talking to each other, you know, mm. like the fucking old rebels and rabble rousers that yeah. they truly believe themselves to be. And I mm. thought, fuck off. You know, like yeah. we've had this conversation before about Johnny Depp one year, haven't we? Oh, he's you a know, All of this kind of, yeah. But yeah, he's so, ch- I mean, he's such a childish person. It's just a cliche, isn't it? It's like, we're, yeah. like, you know, we're rabble rousers, we're, we're, we're rebels, yeah. and all this. And what you've just described to me, Johnny Morris and Terry Nookins having yeah. a picnic, is infinitely more fucking attractive to watch. And, I, and I'll tell you what, as well. If there was a fucking terror, you think you're a fucking wild man, Johnny Depp. You're not, you're a fucking actor. Right. McGowan's no use in a fight, I'll tell you that. From I know, at him. fucking McGowan's all that. I mean, really, M- McGowan should be regarded as a tragic character, really. I mean, yeah. it's degenerate. I mean, if you look at the state of the bloke, I mean, he's a great songwriter. I love his songs and his lyrics and stuff like that. But for fuck's sake, it's not funny. He's just like a wreck, you know. Mm. He's, he's like a wreck. And how miserable must he be in his life to have spent so much of it just drunk well you know what was the last great song Shane McGowan wrote and when was it are we talking 25 yeah, fuck years knows. Ago, the 80s probably yeah. I don't know so, I haven't listened to any stuff since the no stuff life, they recorded in the 80s I mean it's no life Terry Nookin exactly and, the really and wild the fact show that he's Packham. it's the same thing like being celebrated you know it's the way that people celebrate fucking Keith Richards oh, yeah. Keith Richards God what a I mean how's he alive right what a life it's like yeah but I think people who speak like that haven't actually... They just must have not lived... They're usually squares, right, who mm. haven't done much fucking cane in it and kind of look at from the outside in and think, oh, I'd be a bit too scared to do that, but it must be so much fun. And you're like, 
if you'd done it, you'd know how little fucking fun it was, right? Yeah. And how and how depressing it is to spend your life yeah. just fucking wanting to get off your face because you can't fucking contemplate the idea of fucking facing reality because you're rea- you're scared of it like a baby. Keith Richards, Johnny Depp, I think it's contrived anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's like. He's a sort of like, remember like Dean Martin used to fucking apparently put apple juice in his whiskey glass because he liked to cultivate the whole kind of, hey man, I'm always pissed sort of thing. Mm. But really it was just bollocks. I think Johnny Depp's a bit kind of overdoing it. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. They'd be useless. I mean, I'd back Nutkins and Morris in a fight against most people. Morris could easily take McGowan. And I'm sure Nutkins would deal with Depp. Depp because Gemini would wade in as well to protect him. And Gemini would have Depp's fucking hand off, probably. I, t- I tell you what, Nutkins is a big fucking. He's a big unit, unit, actually. He is a unit. He's sort of like. He's kind of tall and he's got like. The other thing I like about him is he's he's severely balding, but he doesn't give a fuck about that because he's got other things on his mind, yeah, like he, saving fucking he, whales. He, he grew it at the sides and at the back, didn't he? Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He's Terry. Yeah. He's like I'm Terry Nutkins, mate. I got fucking. I got all sorts of shit to do. I'm trying to save the world here, right? <laughs> I got prawns to catch and a fucking seal to look after, right? I'm not fucking going down the salon to get my hair coiffured. You cunts. Do you know what I mean? Have um, you heard the um, you heard the urban myth about Gemini's demise? Of course, haven't you? Mm, How Gemini know, died me. allegedly um, jumped out of the window of the car on the M1. Uh, well, I would tell well, you what. That was never looking proven. at his conduct yesterday. I did sort of think, well, he is volatile. At the picnic, I bought the this cunt's. He is volatile. Like you don't know what the cunt's going to do next, right? And Terry is not, in my opinion, isn't worried enough about him because Terry's got this just laid back. Hey, come on, pussycat, sort yeah. of way about him. In, in a way, I don't think he does keep enough an eye on him because Gemini's liable to do fucking anything. Mm. Gemini around. was almost like Gemini was like the Freddy Star for kids. Yeah, of the early eighties. Well, let me and tell I you this, figure. right? 
When Johnny and the fucking parrot first drive up, when they fucking get there, right, and Terry's been sat there fucking bitching about them to Gemini, where the fuck are they, right? <laughs> do you know what they do? I don't. They don't actually show how it happens, but it cuts to Johnny sort of drives up and gives it the old, oi, oi. Fucking <laughs> 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 next thing you know, right, Gemini's on the bonnet of the car staring <laughs> through the fucking windscreen right at Johnny and the parrot in a fucking classic case of, all right, cunts, <laughs> you took your fucking time, didn't you? And I'm thinking, what the fuck is that sea lion doing on the bonnet we've, of this car? We've been waiting to have a fucking picnic here. <laughs> the fucking sea's gone cold, you pricks. <laughs> and you then Terry... You can I'm not joking. Terry jumps on the bonnet too, just laughing. (laughs) But you know what it's like when you're going away with your mate and you know it's just like lads weekend. Mm -hmm. You do get, even now, if I go away with my my cousin on one of our walking weekends, you feel like, you you still feel like you're sort of 15 Mm -hmm. because you you become almost hysterical with the excitement of it, like a child. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm still like that now. I'm like, I like me driving along and we're only going on a fucking walking weekend. I don't drink. Do you know what I mean? Just walking and going to bed early. It's, you know, on the face of it, it's probably (laughs) boring. But on the way there to meet my cousin, I'm like this, let's, let's, let's. And that's basically what Terry and Gemini are like when Johnny turns up. They're like, here we fucking go, lads. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking yes, mate. Exercise. Come on. (laughs) We're going to see all sorts of fucking animals, red squirrels, (laughs) fucking dogfish, crabs, fucking bear, highland bear. (laughs) Actual indigenous highland bears. Wasn't the highland bear that, that, that brought that escape that time? The bloke used to keep the Highland Bear and it escaped in about mm. 1980. And there was a, a three-week manhunt for it. Bear hunt. What was it called again? This was big fucking news at the time. Not Wojciech. <clears throat> Hercules. Not Wojciech, was it? Oh, Hercules, uh, yeah. yeah. Hercules was, um, yeah, it was kept in uh, the Highland Wildlife Park in Aviemore. And he escaped. And they tranquilised the cunt from a helicopter, I think. <laughs> awesome. I'd, oh, I'd love to. Sorry, I'm just pouring a cup of tea. tea which, just pouring a, a cup of tea, but yeah. don't, you know, although it might, you might think this interferes with your audio pleasure, I feel it's an appropriate top flight time machine sound effect. Oh, listen to that. Yeah. Sounds nice, okay. doesn't it? Now you're all, you're listening to this and you're all thinking, oh, I could murder a cup of tea. That, that clip of Johnny Morris building the giraffe house, he's building a wall for a giraffe house with this lazy chimp. Lizzie and he goes, um, and he goes, uh, yeah, because the chip goes to him. Oh, oh, don't let's, don't let's, don't let's build the wall anymore, Johnny. And Johnny goes, well, he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, we've got to build the house for the giraffes. And he goes, oh, the chip goes, oh, he puts his arm around and goes, but I, I don't like building giraffe houses. And he goes, well, we've got to get it done. He goes, all right, but you can't make me, you can't make me work now, can you? And he goes, why not? And he goes, you know why? And he goes, why? And he goes, it's tea break. And then she fucking fucks off and comes back with a trolley with a tea fucking pot on it and all that, and starts pouring out tea for them. That's what got Lone hooked. That bit. And I tweeted yeah. that because I thought this is good because it's wall content as well. But. um but then the Scottish one was just incredible. And we've already decided as soon as he gets in from school today, mm-hmm. we're watching more of it. We're watching yeah. as, as many Animal Magic episodes as we can get yeah. our hands on. Nice one. That's living all right, that is. Mm. Um, 
quickly before we go, I know you had a couple of other things you wanted to mention. Here's a couple of facts I learned over the mm. weekend, which I'm very proud yeah. of. Um, I've been watching the snooker final, semi-finals and final over the weekend, the UK Championship, which went until 1am this morning. Mm. So I'm a bit knackered. It went until 1am and it went right down to the final pink ball of the, the final, final frame. did? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. It was great. Um, but uh, I was wondering out loud on Instagram about uh, snooker balls. What are oh, they yeah, made I saw of? this, yeah. Where are they made? Who makes them? Are yeah, they indestructible? you were right. As soon as I saw you'd written that, I thought, he's fucking right, you know. This is like what, this is a great unknown. What, what What do they look like when you cut them open? Yeah. And et cetera, et cetera. And um, someone, within about seven minutes, someone on Instagram uh, responded with all of the answers that I needed um, because he works in a snooker ball factory. Uh, That's what I do, said, mate. I fucking yeah. am the cunt who makes them. Funny you should fucking ask, mate. And he <laughs> says, as a, as a production manager, it's Simonis or Simonis who make um, snooker balls and that. He says, let me shed some light. He says, they're made of a plastic composite fused with bone fragments. I'm like, whoa, hang on, bone fragments? Fucking hell, get back to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, he says, we manufacture in Scunthorpe. Fair enough. The colour isn't consistent all the way through. It's a kind of raspberry ripple look if you cut it in half. Oh, I love raspberry mm, ripple. Yeah, tasty. Uh, he says, if you heat them at 180 degrees, 160 degrees fan oven, you can break them with a borrower's mallet, which I assume what is the very... What the fuck is a borrower's mallet? Well, a borrower, you know, the little the little What, cunts, them little cunts? Them little cunts. Oh. So a tiny that, mallet. So assumably... Yeah. If you if you heat them up, you can smash them up quite easy. But I asked them about the bone fragments. What kind of bone fragments you cunt? And <laughs> apparently, pigeon bones. Oh, where'd they so, get those from? Do you reckon snooker, they come out catching pigeons? Snooker is not vegan. The it's balls fucking not, is it? are made from <gasps> pigeon bones. Oh, that's like something that Roald Dahl would come up with. Isn't it just? Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's the first, fucking amazing, mate. That's the first fact that rocked me world over the weekend. The second one, uh, Peter Alice, the golf commentator and former oh, player, yeah. sadly died at the weekend. Oh, uh, and I oh read, he's a legend, isn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, 89 he was. Uh, and I read in the obituaries that uh, when he was born, Peter Alice was Europe's heaviest baby. Oh, <laughs> love it. So it like 14 pounds, 10 ounces... At that time, he was Europe's heaviest all-time baby. So what a, what a start of life that is. You're my, um, for success after that, aren't you? My sister's pregnant and her baby's due on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And she keeps, she's over in, she lives in New York. She keeps sending messages to the family chat group on WhatsApp yep. that was established at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, like pictures and updates about the pregnancy. And every time she goes to have a scan... They keep saying to her, this baby is fucking massive. It's fucking huge, mate. It, this is going to be a, a like is, freakishly large this baby. This is Peter Alice territory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of Peter Alice? <laughs> yeah. Now, he was a European baby, so he doesn't count here, right? But we still use him, even in American baby, in the American baby industry, we still use what's known as the Alice as the sort of weight guide. Right, even though that is European measurements, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so but because she said it, like you know, will my wife and I will like send her sort of funny gifts or pictures of very mm. fat babies because <laughs> who doesn't love a fat baby? I exactly. mean, all babies are nice, but fat babies are the best, right? Yeah. And um, 
So, you know, you can get these really fat babies with, like, loads and loads of rolls of fat. And we keep sending pictures of that, like, you know. And my old man, who's on the chat, and like most dads, they'll always not get get a joke. And mm. he's started to get angry about it because he thinks that we're being really mean mm. and calling his unborn grandchild yeah. fat, <laughs> yeah. right? Which I guess we are. You are. But it's not really it's not really meant in cruelty. But he's got the right fucking that's that's one of the things he's got the raging hump about. <laughs> Apparently moment. he's also I heard yesterday he also's got the raging hump because one of my brothers um suggested to him that he should get the COVID vaccine. And I'm not sure why, but apparently he went mental about that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Does he he's not 80 want to get it? and he's eighty and really asthmatic. Yeah, he's the, sort of for the cue for it, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. He'll have some sort of mad theory on it. Um, anyway, listen, right, a couple of other things. I got a shark. I finally got my shark this hey, weekend. Fucking yes. Black Friday deal. Yeah. Reduced from, uh, what was it, um, 300 to 200, or 350 to 200. Yeah. Right, Black Friday. Got it, full spec. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. You don't need to this because you know, but it's an absolute fucking game changer. Yeah. And yesterday, I had the greatest, single greatest Hoover up of my entire life. Vindicated. Yes. I fucking delighted I for fucking, you, man. I put it together and I did the whole fucking house. The I love the fact that it's got soft floor and hard floor settings. Yes. So I hoovered the fucking kitchen, and I spent my fucking life sweeping the kitchen. Right, the kitchen's got so many bits on the floor constantly. I'm like, fucking hell! I only swept this ten minutes ago. It's covered in bits again. <laughs> my cat, good my cat. You give him a bowl of biscuits, and he just distributes fucking three quarters of it all over the fucking floor. <laughs> the idiot, right? I fucking hoovered the kitchen floor. I hoovered the fucking skirting board. I hoovered yeah. the I hoovered fucking the upholstery, the sofas because it's got a sofa attachment. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I even because I enjoyed it so much. Right, this morning I, I went out running, came back. Usually I take my running shoes off at the door. I didn't. I accidentally on purpose forgot, and then I walked through the house wearing muddy shoes. Why? Creating so I could get the shark out. Creating some mess. <laughs> and Len really wanted his eyes going. Oh. Let me do the kitchen. He's running late for school. And my wife's going, you've got to leave. And he's fucking running around the fucking kitchen with it. the shark. I'll give it, I'm fucking sharking it up, mate. Shark crew. Because it's got so, that lovely action as well where you can rotate it. You know, oh, amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I had a bigger house. I mean, I wish I had a bigger house for many reasons, but... I could, unfortunately, I can, I can do the whole house in like an hour. I mean, you can knock on some neighbours' doors. There's the, Need the any ghost woman done, across mate. the road, Raggedy Ann. Oh, I can't pay you. Don't matter. <laughs> I'll pay it. you. It's, it's Christmas charity. <laughs> How much carpet you got? <laughs> How much hard floor? I can do both. <laughs> I hear no problem. I've even got one of these. I've got this. I'll show it to you, actually. The listeners can't see this. I don't know if you've got this attachment, because this Black Friday deal came with all attachments, including car attachments. This is a flat hose pipe that is for getting underneath hard-to-reach places. No, I ain't got that one. So if you can't be fucked or or it's too much hassle to, like, move a a chest or Mm. a heavy sofa, this is flat. And you just get down and you and you slope it underneath a small gap and it picks up right. all the dust from underneath somewhere. Wow. I haven't used that yet. So two good things. Just so we go, the two good, one bad. Oh yeah. The two good were the Johnny Morris Animal Magic in Scotland dock mm-hmm. and getting the shark. The bad 
was Saturday morning. I was standing at the back, um, like glass doors, looking out, surveying the garden, like a surveying like, your kingdom, like, yeah, like Paul McCartney surveying yeah. Mull of Kintyre, yeah. right? And I'm not joking, right? It couldn't have been Simon Beverly. A cat, a cat that I do not know. It's a black and white cat. Ooh. Fucking comes into the garden, right? Like with a sense of urgency about it, as if it it's not just wandering through. It's there for a reason, and it's in a hurry. And I just I spluttered. Look at this cat. Who's this, whose cat is this, right? And then before the others could come over to see the cat, because I thought my my um, wife might be able to identify it. Nearly called on my mum. Um, and she the cat goes straight up. I've got like um. Uh, a bench, like a weights bench with dumbbells out in the garden, right? Mm. Covered in a bit of tarpaulin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the winter, I keep it covered in tarpaulin. He's run over directly, not like as if he's just, oh, look, there's a bench. It's like he knew it was there. He knew exactly what he was doing. He ran straight over. He cocked his leg like Whoa, a dog. Like a and dog. And he sprayed, sprayed, not pissed. But you know yeah. how they spray? I've they never do. seen it actually done before. Yeah. And it was a, a fine jet of like liquid mm-hmm. out of what appeared to be his bum hole directly mm-hmm. onto my dumbbells, right? Fucking cunt. As if he knew he was coming there specifically to do that. And I was aghast. I went to Anna, look what he's doing, look what he's doing. And she just banged on the window and he looked up and was like, yeah, see you dickheads and ran off. I'm having and a I bit thought, of a spray. Walk off. I thought, that cunt, <laughs> I seen you. Yeah, you, I seen you doing your fucking weights, you prat. All right. <laughs> oh, I've seen you out in the garden. Fucking, fucking iron. You fucking idiot. What, you're wasting your fucking time. Look at the state of you. Yeah, well, here's what I think. I've been planning this for fucking days. Have that. Fucking sprayed them. Good luck fucking lifting them now. They stink. I couldn't believe it, it mate. Does it was like. stink. My daughter's cat round at her mum's. He does that. Fucking Herbert. I've seen him do it in the garden before. And it is. It's a powerful jet, isn't it? But he's done. I, he's done I, it before. I was astounded. Yeah, he's done it on a suitcase before. He knows when we're going on holiday or when they're going, yeah. going away on holiday. Right. He does it on the suitcase. Yeah. Don't yeah. try fucking forgetting about me when you're gone yeah. on holiday. Yeah, exactly. There's a little reminder, cons. Yeah. Dirty. I bastards. don't know what this cat's problem is with my weights. I can only assume he just thinks I'm a dickhead, right? He's fucking probably been up on a roof looking down. Look at that fucking prank. I've been dead to do it by the other cats. Yeah. Who's he think he is? Muscle fucking Mary. Yeah, I've got fucking plans for that cunt. Might have been dared to do it. The other cats might have given 10 quid to do it. Yeah, go down and spray that. You know Muscle Mary, right? Go down and fucking spray his weights. Spray all over her weights. (laughs) Anyway, this morning I was was out there this morning fucking spraying them all, like disinfecting them all with my spray. My spray. Yeah. Which came out of a bottle, not of my bum hole. Do we think it was a ghost cat? No, because no. everyone saw this cat. Everyone this cat this is very real. It's not like okay. the cat that's been haunting me. This is a very real, hostile <clears throat> cat. But it's one we've not seen before. But will we see it again? Who knows? We'll find out. Well, if we do, I'll fucking be ready for the cunt. Yeah, we'll be ready to find out about it, mate. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Good weekend, then. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We were supposed to be doing an unboxing of some CBD products that we've been sent because we yeah. said if anyone wants to send us something, we'll unbox it, and someone has. So we're going to do that on Friday, I think. We got yeah, um, we've got the stuff. We haven't unboxed it. We will do on Friday. So stay tuned for our first yeah, ever live unboxing. It's going to be great. Scintillating content. 
uh, and all the other stuff will be coming up throughout the week. Of course, Life Logistics, Melchester, the Twits, which is near and an end. Oh, did you see where the Roald Dahl family have apologised yeah. for Dahl's anti-Semitism? Sorry, he, sorry, Grandad was a cunt, say the yeah. Dahls. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll cover that probably in the Twits. because we're, we're doing a day in the life of Roald Dahl this week, aren't we? On yeah. that episode, so there you go. Uh, that's a 9 a.m., get up, do some anti-Semitism. <laughs> Stop light anti-Semitism to work your way into the day. Ten o'clock. Stop for cheese and biscuits. <laughs> some refuel. Run, run the shark around the writing room. <laughs> um, prediction league. You got two. I got two. Results book got one. Quite low key stuff. Mm. Um, and uh, that. Well, Sunderland have got it. a new manager. Do you have a we comment got, on that? Uh, yes. Um, we've got a new manager and a new sporting director, and yeah. the two of them look like fellas who are starting up some kind of online consultancy company. <laughs> I think I've, I've said before. I think there's a lot of people in football who are very, very good at talking their way into jobs that mm. they're not particularly qualified for or going to be good mm. at. And I think that could be what's happened here because our owners, as you probably saw on Sunderland Till I Die, are a pair of fucking clowns. Mm. Basically, and I think they can be dazzled by any kind of um, bullshit, gobbledygook, bullshit. Yeah, you know the ma- the thing about being a manager is, I reckon there's only one way you can go in and you can have powerpoints. Go, I'm thinking really in a modern yeah. way. I love this project, and here's my philosophy, and all the rest of it. And mm-hmm. people, oh, it's yeah, all of that, good. Yeah. But actually, <clears throat> all that matters if you're hiring a fucking manager is how he communicates with the players mm-hmm. and manages them. Yeah, as a as a group of individuals, that's yeah. it. The other the, the so called vision stuff is bullshit. It, you need someone who is going to immediately command the respect of the players. As I said on Twitter at the weekend, I think we need someone who is prepared to violate the human rights of the players on a regular basis. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what you need. You don't need PowerPoint presentations. One of the contenders for the job was Paul Cook, who left Wigan in the summer mm. when Wigan got the points deducted and got relegated. He got Wigan mm. promoted from League One the season before and then he got them to 12th, I think, last season. <clears throat> and then mm. they got relegated because they got the points deducted because the club got sold by whoever the fuck it was mm. that was owning it. Now, Paul Cook, I think, would have been great for us. He's got a history of promotions from lower leagues. Got Wigan yeah. to 12th last season in the Championship. Paul Cook is, I think he's about 48. He yeah. is overweight and he's bald. Lovely. Now, if Lee, if Lee Johnson, who got the job on Saturday, looked like Paul Cook... Lee Johnson yeah. wouldn't have got the job. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because everyone has this sort of there's there's the sort of a, the cult of people like Pep or mm. Jose yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's how that fucking bloke who is that bloke with the double barrel name who got the job at Chelsea and then at Tottenham and was useless v- at both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's him all over. What you're yeah, saying? Yeah. He he's the one who invented this thing of talking bullshit, wearing the right jacket. Wear a mm-hmm. fucking Yves Saint Laurent fucking raincoat and turn up with a PowerPoint talking exactly. about your vision for the club. They'll give you the fucking job. Even exactly. if you've already proved that you're shit at Chelsea, Tottenham still gave him the job. <clears throat> yep, exactly. So we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But there you go. Um, we'll and that's it from this one. It's been a yep. marathon episode. And we're going to crack so on because we're going re- to record some throughout this week for Christmas, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, yeah, thanks for all your the, um, suggestions for um, the uh, top 50 British moments. There's some good ones in there. We'll keep them coming. I'm sure we'll find 50 them. from the list. Yeah, I'll definitely. All right, nice one. Thanks very much, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye and thank you. 